0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following Shear. Beginning tonight's Shear in Simen Choth hey. we are up to Sif Yud. We started Sif Yud last time, but we'll start mm-hmm. it again and we'll go through Sif Yud and, and most of Sif Yud Aleph. It's the top of page, Lamidalad. The Machabir says in Sif Yud, Im Soch Tfilun Eino even though we learned previously that if one speaks between the tefillin shayat and tefillin Sharosh, he has to make an extra bracha on the Sharosh. According to the Svaidim, he'll just make an al-mitzvah tefillin. For the Ashkenazim, he'll make Lahaniyah tefillin and al-mitzvah tefillin. However, the Machaber says here, if he speaks for the purposes of the tefillin, he does not need to make the extra bracha. Then the machaber says, o o lo If one was in the middle of putting on his Tfila and between the and the roosh, he hears Kadish or Kedusha, he should not answer with them. Rather, he should be silent and he should listen and have for what the Tzibur is saying. It says the mishabur, la imsoch imsoch birchas hanochas gam ken it's not only when one speaks between the Tefillin Shi'ad and the Tefillin Shorosh that if it's no ge'at the Tefillin he doesn't have to make have a Bracha even if he spoke between the Bracha of l'aniach and putting on the Tefillin if it's no ge'at the Tefillin he also has the same din that he will not have to add any extra Bracha Sivkotun <speaking in> la'midalad avalochadchilo osre lo'asiach ve'enbirchos la'niach at achar hanochah Shorosh However, lo one should not have any separation between the first bracha of laniat tefillin until after the putting on of the tefillin Sharosh. Afilu b'dvarim sheimut sarat tefillin. you shouldn't speak even about things that are nageya at tefillin. im lo heicha shei unless you absolutely have to, you got to ask them where your tefillin is or something to find out if it's kosher. But otherwise you should not speak Lakakhila. At the Khalamoid Shain <speaking> Virgin, however, Anchalmoid if one puts on Twilim without a bracha, Esher Diyesh Lahakel Lakhilah Bidvarim Shamlitzer Tfillin. It could be that it's even La Khakhila then to speak if it's telling you to get to the gather the Tfillan, because anyway you're not making a bracha not only for Kaddish and Kedusha should one not stop but even to answer amen to this bracha itself of Tefillin to answer amen on someone else's bracha on their Tefillin which is more nogeat than the mitzvah you're doing and therefore I would think it's okay says in Mishabro even that is Zo. unless his friend is having intention to be most with this bracha then he would answer we said you should not answer for Kadesh or Kedusha. Says the If you did answer to Kadish or Kedusha or anything else, you still have to Add another bracha afterwards. Va'ayin the berhalacha. We will look in the berhalacha in a moment. I first want to finish the mishabura. Continues the mishabura in the first wide line of bchalam oeid o aminiat tefillah derabino tam the kayotze. If one is putting on tefillah al without a bracha, or he is putting on the tefillah derabino without a bracha, or anything similar where he's doing it without a bracha, she miniat bli bracha yesh lahakel ulahasek lanias amen yehish me Rabu ukedusha ubaruchu v'amen then one can be lenient to be masik between the tefillin and shayad and tefillin and shayarosh for amain yehesh mei and kedusha and baruchu and amain. Ach achar kach iyozis ha kodem shenich ha but if you do that, if you are masik when you're not making a bracha for these tefillin shayad kedusha, you should move around your tefillin shayad before you put on your tefillin shayarosh. Kedei sheyia havoya achas like we learned earlier that even besides the Problems with the bracha, we want to have a one havaya for the shalyad and Shorosh, and therefore, if you were master for whatever reason, even if it's fine, you should still move around the tzvil and shalyad before you put on the Shorosh. so you makai the havaya achas in that way. Says the Mishabuah, Sivkod la Lamazayan, what should you do if you hear kedusha between the tzvil and shalyad and tzvil and Shorosh? You should be shosik Shomea quiet and listen. The silence is like you're answering in terms of being Yotze Yurchiv, Avaloshi Kafsaka. But since you're not actually saying it, it would not be considered a Hafsaka, and therefore you get the best of both worlds. You're considered having answered Kaddish or Kedusha, but it's not considered a Hafsak. Now I want to go to the Bi the first one on page lamidalud, the only one on Lamedalad, Imshama So we just said in the Mishshaburah in Sivkat and Lamed Vav, we said if you stop for Amen Yehi Rabbah or Kedusha, or Baruchu, or any other Amen, you have to be Choser U'Mavarich. So says the Beralocha Ayin B'Mishiburis If Katan the Di'im Paslag Va'Ano Choser U'Mavarich. What does that mean? You're Choser U'Mavarich. B'Pshitos Shtayim Al Shorosh. The Chayodem says it's Pashit that this din is telling us that you have to make two brachos on the Shorosh. According to us, the Ashkenazim U'Lahamachaber Lo Al but you'll do like any other hastiq, the Ashkenazim will make two brachas on the shorosh. the Svarim will break, make an Al Mitzas on the shorosh. However, Ubaarso Sakhaim, to Baza Afilu, Lididon de Nohogin Kara In this situation, even we the Ashkenazim who are no Tam, Lo Yevarech Kiyim Bracha vhu Al Mitzas. We would only make one bracha with this hesik, and that's Al Mitzas Villin. Ayyin Shon Mulsa Betaimah. And in Note forty five he brings down the reason of the Arsa Sakhaim, and that is he writes because it's a sveik sveika. Number one, shema <speaking> halacha karashi Rashi shaf im sloc ein levarach al tefillin shorosh ella brachas <Hebrew> al mitzvas. Maybe the loch is like Rashi, which is like the Machaber, that even if you speak between the tefillin shorosh and tefillin shorosh, it only requires you now to make a, a bracha of al mitzvas on the shorosh. The afim no more shalacha kara and even if you say the law is like the Ram which follows Rabbi No Tam, Shem Soch, Tarak, Levarach, al Sharosh, Te Brachos, and if you speak between the two Tfilin, you have to now make two Brachos, Mikomakom, Shem HaLochak, Rabbi No Tam, A'pazesh, Maybe the law is like the other Rabbi Tam, that Kaddish, Shakadush is not considered a Hesek. And therefore, since you have a Sveik Sveikah, he holds, not like the Chayodom, he holds that in that case, you would only make one Bracha on the Sharosh of Al-Mitzvahs. I'm going on a little bit in the Berah La'acha. The Berahite writes, "Niruli im chaveru mechaving lo tziu tfillin." If your friend is being mechaving to be motziu in the bracha tfillin, the gamu mechaving lo tzei, and you're also having Havana to be Yotze, the Rasha ilanos kadosh So the Berahite says, in that case, you would be allowed to answer kadosh ukedusha. And the Beralocha takes major issue with that and writes, but does not appear to be correct. Lo chaveiro, other than What's the difference of am being motzi with my friend's bracha or I'm making my own bracha? It's as if I'm making my own bracha, so how can I be maske for Kaddish and kedusha when I'm being motzi with his bracha? The same way I can't do it when I'm making my own bracha, and therefore the Beralocha comes out that even if you're being motzi with your friend's bracha, it's no different, and you cannot be masik between the two tefillin even for Kaddish and kedusha. Let's begin now. Sif Yuralf. Says the Mukhabir, Akar Shekoshar Shalyad Al after one tied on the Shalyad on his arm, Yaniakh shalrosh. he should put on the shalrosh Kodem Shi Yikhrocha Ritsuwa Hazroa. Before you do any wrappings on your arm, once you tie in the shalrosh, the Machaber passins, you put on once you put on the Tul and Shalyad, even before any wrappings on your arm, you put on the Tul and shalyad. And some say that it's usher even to take out the and shalosh from the bag Until you put the and shalrosh on So it's two points he's saying Number one is that you put the tefillin Shayad, You tighten it on your arm Then you put on the tefillin shalosh, And then you do the wrappings on your arm Number two he says there are those who say That you are usher to take out your tefillin shalosh Until your tefillin shalrosh is already tightened in its place and then the Ramah writes Even if you have both tefillin in front of you Outside of the bag You should not be dealing with opening the Shorosh Until the tefillin Shorosh is on So he's adding on to the Mechaber Not only like the Mechaber says That you shouldn't take out the tefillin Shorosh Until the tefillin Shorosh is on Even if they're both out Says the Ramah Don't do any dealings with the Shorosh Getting it ready Until your tefillin Shayat is on We'll see why in the Mishabura, and then he says in the Ramah, the last line on Lamidalid Yesh Misha Kosav There are those who say you should put on the fill and when you are sitting Mu'umud, and you should put on the and shalyad when you are standing. Which is interesting. That's the minug of the Sphardim, but it's brought down by the Ramah, not the Machaber. But then the Ramah writes on the top line of sixty eight over Medinos In our countries, that is not the minug and MeUmud. Rather, we do both when we are standing. Now I saw brought down from the Shla, it's not in the Mishaburah, but I saw quoted from the Shla, an interesting remez. This idea of putting on your and Shayad when you're sitting down. They bring from the Pasuk when it talks about Klal uh, Yisrael fighting against Amalek. It says Kiyad Al Kisek. So Kiyad Al Kisek. Yad referring to the Tefillah Shalyad, Case referring to a Kise. The Shla says that the remez that you shall put the and Shayad when you're sitting on a Kise. It brings that as a, as a remez. See the Zohar has says that you should do that, but he brings that as a remiss from the pasuk that there's an Indian to put the and shayat on when you are sitting. But let's go back to the beginning of the sif and see the mishabura again. The first point the mechaber made was after you tie the and shayat on your arm, you put on the and shorosh before you do the wrappings around your arm. Says the mishabura in sifkatan la Kodim kodem sheyichroch. Hatam the reason is keivan shebirchas lohaniach choseres gam al shorosh. Like we learned last time, the bracha of Lohaniach, Niach is going on both, even according to the Ashkenazim, it's going on both, it's Tzilin Shi'at and it's Tzilin Shorosh, and we mentioned the, the bracha on the Shorosh is just making a bracha on the end of the mitzvah, but Lohaniah is going on both. So therefore, the la el Certainly according to the machabir that you're only making one bracha. If according to us we make two brachos but the lahaniyach is going on both. And certainly the fila machabir that you're only making one bracha is certainly going on both. So you want to limit the hefsik between the shi'at and the sharoz because you want the bracha to be chal on both. So whatever limitation you can do to the hefsik you should do. And therefore, and since the wrappings that we do around our arm Are not mi'ikradin Therefore it is better to delay the wrappings around your arm Until you put on the tefillin shorosh That is an explanation of a mukhabir Now there's an interesting note Note 46 which we'll jump to he writes, U Mishieshla Makebizroa, one who has a wound on his arm, Um Mahma Sakoi Eino Yucho Lahashos Asarotsuo Sakruchos Alzro Yoser Mizman Muat. And because of his wound on his arm, he can't leave the wrappings around for too long. So Shlomo Zalman Urba says, It's better to go around the arm, skip over the arm without any wrappings. And stretch the Ritzua out directly to your finger. And do the three wrappings around your fingers. And do the three wrappings around your fingers. Because it's better to have the tefillin on for a longer time without the ritzuah wrapped around your arm, if that's going to cause you to take it off earlier, than to have it around your arm and take it off earlier. However, he writes, Obviously, If he's able to overcome the pain, If you can do both and you can overcome it, it's better. But if you can't, then you have two choices. Either to have it around your arm, but take off your tefillin after two minutes, or skip the arm and just go straight to the fingers and keep it on for a half an hour for the whole davening so it's better to keep it on for the whole davening and skip the arm. That's going on with what the Meshavruah says over here. While we put on the tefillah and shayat and immediately the shorosh before we do the wrappings because as you see, the wrappings are not din, and therefore, just like you could skip over to if your arm hurts a little bit, so too we don't want to have those wrappings as a hefzik in the brach of la Laniach which is covering the shorosh as well. Says the Mishabura Vaiter, we are now in the fifth wide line of the Mishabura, towards the end of the line. Kavanos So the Arizal tells us, The Arizal did what we do and he wrapped the seven wrappings around his arm before he put on the Sharosh. Avaloha Gimo Al Haetzba but not the three wrappings that are around the finger. He did the wrappings only around the arm. Since there is a mitzvah to do the wrappings around one's arm, therefore it is not considered a hefzik in the bracha of Lohaniach, between the Shiad and the sharosh, because that is also a mitzvah. And that, as we know, is the minug. although I said this over to Bacha this morning, and I believe he's a i not sure if he's a grandson, or a great-grandson, or, or his grandfather's a Talmud of Rav Moshe. And he told me that Rav Moshe, you didn't tell me this, but you're masculine? I do one. Oh, you do one. Uh, so he told me that Rav Moshe and Rav Feinstein, I assume Ruben Feinstein, they do just two wrappings around the arm and they skip to the, to the hand, and he's saying they do that as well. But in general, the custom that most people have is, like we see over here, like the Arizal, to do seven, and we'll see more on that. But there are others that do otherwise, like yourself, yeah. apparently of Moshe, that's what a Bacher told me, um, that a Moshe did two wrappings around, and he skipped. But we'll see the reason in a second. They we'll go back and they do seven. Yeah, they do seven, right. But just in the interim, they don't do it all the way, and we'll see why that would be. Um, Lefida Rizal, we don't really see such a hesvah because if it's a mitzvah to seven, there wouldn't be any Indian to do two instead of seven, right? But according to the next shot that we'll see right now, his opinion is also like our custom luchroch Kodem al to wrap it around the arm to strengthen it. Because without the wrappings around the arm, the Tzvil and is not going to last. The It's not considered a good Kshira. If you just tighten it up there, and then you skip to the sharosh, it's going to get loosened right away. That's not considered a Kshira. Now, according to that reason, so that we understand the Minnagav of, of Moshe and others, that maybe they only do two wrappings. Because if the whole purpose is just for Chizuk, so you don't necessarily need seven. You could just do two, and then skip to your hand, and once you're holding it in your hand, it's not going anywhere. But, uh, the minug is to do seven before in general. And again, there's the reasons, A of the Arizal, that says, because it's a mitzvah also, it's just not a hefsuk. And then you have the Mishnah's Yaakov, that's just practically, it's just not going to be a kshira without, if it's going to get loosened, and therefore we tighten it. According to that, certainly, if one has a minug to do, to do one or two wrappings on the arm, that's, you certainly have what to rely on. Says the Mishnah, is, is your minug based on something about like Moshe? You don't know. Okay. Says the the Sefer Al Here's an interesting title, and This comes up a lot of times. If a person started hearing Kaddish or kadusha after he made the brach on the shayyad, im lo And he realizes they're about to say Kaddish, and he puts put on the shayyad. If he's going to do the seven wrappings and then put on the sharoosh, he will miss Kadish or will miss the answering. So then says the Maimon Mordechai, Shorosh, Kodam In that case, one should be noeg like the Mechaber and he should talk of, put on the Shorosh before he does the wrappings. Uh, certainly if he has time to do one or two, that would be good also, right? To Timah to, to, to in and the Yaakov, that it shouldn't fall off. But one should act like the Mechaber and one should put on the Shorosh before the Krichos. Im Yocho Lahadek, so he says that if you're able to wrap it a little bit, that it shouldn't move from its place, you should do that. So even though he comes out to mishavura, that our Minog is like the Arizal and the Mishkanos Yaakov, to wrap it seven times before we put on the Shorosh. But if you need to rush to be able to answer for Kaddish and Kedusha, one should not do that, one should put on the Shalyad. Do whatever he has to do to make sure it will stay in place. And then put, assuming it will be quicker to do that than to do the seven wrappings. And then he should put on his Tfil and Shorosh before the seven wrappings in order that he can answer Kaddish and Kedusha. I guess it's better to answer the question. Shomay asked why don't why is why can't we just rely on Shomay Ka'ona? I guess it's, yeah, right. But as as some of us say, Shomay Ki'ona, you're not actually ona. right? We said before you are you have the best of both worlds, right? You're you're you you you're answering it, and it's not considered hafzik. But I guess Lamaisa, it is better to answer yourself. I guess says the Mishibur Viter. This is going on the second point of the Mechaber. So that was the first point of the Mechaber, that the Mechaber passes Shalyad, no wrappings, Shalrosh, and then you do the wrappings. And we send the mishabura again, two reasons why we do the wrappings first. But if you, it's in order to catch Kaddish and Kedusha, one should be known to feed the Mechaber and skip the wrappings till after the Shalrosh is on and you can answer already to Kaddish and Kedusha. The next halakh of the Mechaber told, told us is that there are those who say that it's usher to take out the Tefillin Shalrosh before the and Shalyad is on says the Afilu This is even a person who wants to take out together the Shayad and Sharosh, he wants to just empty out his Tsulamega at one time. And in that way he takes out both together and then he puts on the Shayad. So he's not being Maviral Mitzul, because he hasn't done anything with the Shahrosh before the Shayad, he's taking them out together and then he's putting on the Shayad. Afilu ha'chi yesh Still, one should be careful about it. Ki yesh bazer tam al pi hakabala. Kimosh hakasav be The basis brings down al pi Kabola, One should not be osik in any which way in his shalrosh before he puts on his shalyad He shouldn't even take it out, even if at the same time and he's not nivulamitzlos. Do not deal with your shalrosh before the shalyad is in place. The koshane Yad miyodo. Certainly to put down your Yad Ulis Aseh rosh midina aser. If you're holding the shayad in your hands, you put it down to take out the sharosh, that certainly will be aser. That would be a problem of the Maver al because you have the Yad in your hands only, ready to put it on, you're putting it down to take out the Sharosh, that would certainly be aser. But one should not deal with the sharoosh until the Yad is on. That is again the machabir who said that one should not take it out of the bed. To your and you you have to say, yeah, if you just took out your Shalyat but you didn't do anything with it. Oh, you're saying would that be Maveril HaMitzos? Yeah, yeah. mm. I don't know. Good question. You realize you forgot to say Ashi Yatser after you forgot your Tefillin Shalyat. So you say Ashi first or wait till you put on your Tefillin because you don't want to be mitzils, you're already holding the Tefillin and Shalyat. By what? Why would you be maxed by waiting in terms of a Ashayatza so unless you can have a Hagoshah again? Why? No, he's saying that. How is he not losing anything, by the way? No, Ashayatza, so you don't to only you lose it. It No, but you, there's an need to Ashayatza right away. So you, you, you forgot, you realize now, even if it's going to be three minutes, there's a chance that you'll forget, there's an need to do it right away. So do you do it right away? Or do you say, no, you already have your tefillin out, and therefore you don't want to be mapsi because you, right now you're you're being osik, and you, you are being osik, and you're tefillin in shayat? I'm not sure. Says the Mishravura Viterans if on Mem, so he said don't take out the Sharosh until the Shayat is already placed. It's Munachas. It has to be that your Shayat is tightened well on your arm before you even start taking out the Sharosh. But once it's tightened on your arm, even Lephi arminog that we do the seven wrappings before you take out the Sharosh, once it's already tightened on your arm, you could already take out the Tvil and Sharosh. Then the Mishra Buddha says, You're putting on your Shalyad, and your friend wants to help you out, so he takes out your Shalyad and gets it ready for you. Or your son, who's excited to help his father, you know, the, a little boy, he wants to help his father, so he wants to take out the Shalyad and get it ready for his father, while his father is putting on the Shalyad. So there we have a machog, that's a is machmir, that nobody should be dealing with your Shalyad while you're still being osik in your is shalyad. And he says that it's okay, because I guess it's not, you're being osik in your shayyad. The fact that someone else is doing it, he holds it would be okay. That's machlokas, ayin Then we have the Ramah, who took it one step further. The Ramah then said, even if both of them are outside the bag and in front of you, don't start opening up your shorosh until after the hanokha of, of, of the shayad. Again, the mochaber only said, don't take it out from the bag. The Ramah is saying, even if it's out of the bag, don't deal with your shorosh until the shayyad is on says the Mishabura in Sifkaton Mem Aleph Lo Yisakin one should not fix Ratzel afiru Afil tikun ha Lo yaniach ha gamke gam even if when you're doing your preparation on the shalrosh you're not going to put down the shelrosh in other words you picked up your shelrosh you're doing what you have to do with your shelrosh getting it ready And then meanwhile you want to also take up your shahrosh and and get it ready also. But you're not going to put down your tefillin and Shayad, Afilu Hachi. Even so, Kishiminiak Achaka Shahrosh. When you then put down the Shahrosh afterwards, in order to put on the Shalyad first, have a kemavial mitzvah. That would be considered Maviya Mitz. Because once you pick up the Shahrosh, it's a problem putting it back down. And therefore, since you need both hands to put on your Shalyad, you should not put down you should not pick up your shorosh even while you're holding your shayad. You should just deal with your Shaliyad and not be dealing with your shorosh until you're do- totally done with your shayad. Mm-hmm. Turning to page 68. The final mishavura in this Sif is going on that which the Ramah said, the makhlokes of whether we put on our and shayad when we are sitting or when we are standing. The Ramah first said, there are those who write to put on the and shayad when one is sitting. And... Then he writes that in Medinos Elu, the minag is not that way. We put on the shayat and the shavosh when we are standing. So says the Mishiburah in Sifkotah Menbeis Shteya Mu'umot, both of them when you're standing. B'mog Avram the B'mogin Avram, So Avram wants to make some kind of compromise. shayat Tia miyushav, that you should place the shayat on when you are sitting. Tia bamidah. But the bracha should be while you are standing. So make the bracha when you're standing and then put it on while you're sitting. <pause> the brings marshal lonu who do we have greater than this Rabbeinu shimshal from kinon <pause> after he learned kaballo which he would have in like a one day old means he would do things in in a push it away he wouldn't be following the lofty ways of the zohar because he said to me, Shelo lahasik soda. One who can't grasp the secrets of the Kabbalah al nachon in the proper way, Yavo benatios. He'll come down. To, he'll come to cut down the trees, which is referring to the parades of, of of the Zohar. He'll come to cut down the trees. In other words, you could do bad things if you try to follow the Zohar if you're not fully understanding it. And therefore, he who was a great person, and he learned Kabbalah, still he acted like a simple person, he acted like a Tino Penyomo, and he was not following what the Zohar said. Al-Kain, <laughs> ye bracha bamida. Because since the whole idea of putting on the Anocha when you're sitting down is Alfi Kabbalah, he's telling us, and who's greater than him to tell us this, don't get involved in the Kabbalah, and therefore, if you're not holding by really chapping all the secrets of the Kabbalah, you shouldn't follow it, and therefore, one should put on his tefillin shalyad, and make the bracha when he's standing, like we are noheg. And the grog goes to prove that even according to the Zohar, who's the, who's the source of putting out the and shayad when you're sitting, that even the Zohar really holds that the tzvil and shayad is the to be put on when you're standing. Therefore, one should not veer off from the custom. And if you look at note 49, it brings out an interesting thing. It's chaval that we don't have our uh, local Svarti here tonight. But um, he writes, In terms of someone who has a custom to put on the and shayyad when he's sitting. And he is found, finds himself in a place where the minute gets to put your and shayat on when you're standing. And if he puts on his and shayyad when he's sitting down, he's going to look different than everyone else. The stipler writes, That he could put on his tefillin when he is standing. But then he writes, and it's really... Sort of undermines what he just said. Achim Yodei Hashem, Im Yodu Hashem, Shiesh Hanahogim L'aniel if it's known in that Ashkenazi Shul that Svarim of America could put it sitting down, so Al Yishanam in Minagavot, then he shouldn't leave the of his father. So the bottom line is, since most places are aware that there is the custom of the many Svarim to put the Tepil in when they're sitting, so therefore Lamaisa, the site was saying a Svarim in an Ashkenazi Shul, in general, if they are aware that there's such a Minagavot, which they would be the second day he's there would be allowed to put on his tefillin when he's sitting, but he certainly would be allowed to rely on this idea that not to change and therefore if it's a place where everyone's standing he would be allowed to put on the tefillin Shiyad when he is standing. And then the mishabura ends off with a very it's a very interesting mishabura and very important to keep in mind as we go through uh, all of all of the shulchan aruch. Or Chaim And afterwards The Knesset Agdola brings down The general rules of Poskim Anytime we have a machlokus Between the Balei Kabola and the Zohar On the one hand And the Gemara and the Poskim on the other hand We go after the Gemara and the Poskim Over the Kabola and the Zohar Miu. however, in Balei Kabbalah Machmirin, if the Balei Kabbalah are Machmirin, yesh then there is an Indian to be Machmir like the Zohar and the Kabbalah uba if it's something that's not addressed by the Gemara and the Postkim at all, even if it's brought down in Kabbalah, but it's not mentioned in the Gemara or the Postgum, we can't force someone to be knowing that way if it's not brought down in the Gemara and the Postgum, even though the Kabbalah brings it down, you are not forced to follow the Kabbalah. Vidin muskar behipuch poskim, but something that's mentioned in the Gemara in the poskim, but it doesn't say the opposite of what the kabbalah says. I guess it just doesn't go as far as the kabbalah says. Then kabbalah. Then one should ideally go after the kabbalah. It would be very nice if the Mishur would give us examples of all these different cases, but he's just giving us a general rule. So this last point is that something that is. Not mentioned the opposite way in the Shasu Poskim, but obviously it's mentioned, because the line before he said, if it's not mentioned in Shasu Poskim, then we don't force you to go into the Zohar. Here he's saying, if the Gemara or the Poskim are not going against the Zohar, then, yeshlelech Acha Kabbalah. <laughs> and then he ends off, and then we'll see a very interesting note. <laughs> and also in a place that a if there's a Machokasa Poskim, divrei Kabbalah Yachriah. If there's a Poskim, and the Kabbalah goes one way, the Kabbalah will be Machria like those Poskim. Now, in note 50, he discusses an interesting machlokas. They have to be very brave to even address this machlokas to get involved is what's considered very kabbalah. So we know the Zohar is considered very kabbalah. Because it mentions the Zohar and Divrei Kabbalah. But how do we view the Arizal? Is the Arizal Divri Kabbalah or not? So look at this Machlokas in note number 50. The writes, It's not only the Zohar, that's Machriya. and that we should be Machmir-like, and all the other rules we just mentioned. The words of the Arizal are also called Divri Kabbalah. But then he brings from Moshe Feinstein, and you have to be a big... Person obviously to say what Rav says. says Just to to the words of the zoar That's considered kabbalah. Even though the arizal was very great. However, however, he is considered a Posig that one can argue with. He's not on the level of a Tana. So though the Arizal is great, he does not view him on the level of the Zohar and of the Tanoim. That's the Machlokas of Seichemed and Moshe Feinstein. But these are the rules that the Mishibur brings us from the Knesset Agdola of the rules of Sak. We'll stop here and admit Shem, will continue tomorrow night. I believe tomorrow night we'll, be, we'll meet again in here. Because there's a CM in the other base measures at 6.30. I don't know if it'll be done by 8 o'clock, so it's safer to, to have the shear over here. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shear room on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any in shas, including Myron McComas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203 312 shas.